0: Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. This is show number 10 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. Today, I am so excited to share with you my experience with a relatively new diet slash lifestyle that can help you lose body fat, maintain your current shape, and certainly help you to get healthier from the inside, and that is intermittent fasting. Now, I'm not talking about the, oh, I hate to say it, the fad-like detox diets, where you only eat one type of food or you don't eat most any foods. I'm not talking about those. I believe some of those are really harmful. I think they strip your body of the really important nutrients that you need and kind of set you back. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about intermittent fasting or IF. IFs usually last about 16 to 24 hours at a time, sometimes 36 and they're bracketed by proper nutrition. In other words, eating properly before and after the fast. I've done this personally, and in fact, I just came off a 24-hour fast on the 15th last night at 9 p.m. And before you say to yourself, wait a second, didn't she do a podcast a while back that suggested eating frequent meals? And yes, to keep your hunger at bay, it is one of many tools, and this is another one and it's up to you to figure out what works best for you. But you aren't going to lose muscle mass and you're not gonna slow your metabolism down. In fact, some research shows the opposite in regards to your metabolism. So you don't have to worry about that contrary to what you might think or have heard. So what is this uh, component to getting fit and staying healthy in the constant battle we face? Well, I'm not gonna get too technical. You can do research on your own. A simple Google search will bring up days worth of reading. In fact, I'll list several fasting-type diets you can research at the end of this podcast. Right now, let's look, though, at some of the basic benefits and why they occur. And, by the way, there is currently millions of dollars being funneled into researching fasting. I don't think it's a fad. I don't think it's going away. But you need to understand, in my opinion, the proper way to do a fast if you truly when to create a detox effect in your body. So in a nutshell, this type of calorie restriction or CR, if you hear CR, that's what I or someone else is talking about. This stuff has shown to result in, are you ready? Here we go. Increased lifespans, increased resistance to stress, decreased risk of cardiovascular disease, Weight loss, that's a big one, Um, and here's another huge one, improving insulin resistance, which we know is the number one key marker in so many health factors, including weight loss, muscle gain, uh, performance, recovery, anti-aging, and disease prevention. And this type of diet legitimately gives our bodies the ability to truly detox, which can absolutely lead to improved immune function and overall health. Articles published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, nutrition reviews, and several other respected publications, and recently reviewed in Ace Fitness Matters, indicated that calorie restriction is the only environmental variable to affect the rate of aging, though intermittent fasting seems to mimic that effect. So those of you who are exercising, we know that we can reduce the effects of aging from the inside with that and now we have this environmental variable as well that has been proven to turn the clock back so we know it's got some good benefits what else fasting reduces free radicals in our cells which are the culprits in health issues such as diabetes alzheimer's parkinson and again other cardiovascular diseases fasting and cr have they've been shown to increase our cells resistance to stress and they battle those free radicals and there's more there is a set of genes that extend our lifespans when stimulated and guess what stimulates them yes calorie restriction our cells are prompted to release fat into our bloodstream for energy and at the same time there's another gene that likes to keep our fat in storage and it's less able to do so all of this from calorie restriction and or fasting. And of course this can all lead to fat loss and that gives you smaller fat cells providing even more health benefits. And more good news, even if you only restrict your intake to about 50%, so let's say you do CR at 50% for 3 days a week, you're still receiving many of the health benefits including probably weight loss if you don't overeat on your quote normal days. By the way, fasting every once in a while is still good, but those who have lost weight on it have fasted consistently for about three weeks. And they didn't overeat on their normal days, that's the key. So what the heck does fasting entail and how do you do it? Okay, other than the obvious, I mean really it's as simple as it gets. You're not breaking down carbs, fats and proteins. If you're only consuming water, coffee, or some other sugar and calorie free beverage, now are you? This is the simple stuff. You're not worried about anything. You're not counting anything. You're not weighing anything. I mean, it's this is as simple as it gets. Okay, but here's what you could do. You can do a full 24 hour fast. You can do daily fasting of, say, uh, 14 to 19 hours, during which maybe you would eat between, I don't know, 1 and 7 p.m. or 12 and 6 or something like that, and then eat pretty much what you want on the weekends if you do that daily, as long as you're picking healthy foods. And then, of course, you could do a combo of both. So maybe a 24-hour fast, and then three days later you do two days of fasting, fasting between 1 and 7 and you bracket that with really healthy eating and then you go back and forth and back and forth. The key here is to figure out what works for your body. You've got to try them and then really measure and evaluate how you feel emotionally and physically. Check the scale, body fat, all that stuff and see what's working for you. Obviously, for some of you, one will work and one won't and it certainly really truly matters how you can handle coming off of the fast and i'll allude to that in just a moment because i've had good results and uh, not so good results oh and i've also heard that you should add lemon to your water to help with hunger and it helps your liver as well i didn't go into that in my research but i have seen and read that before okay so basically you have water coffee tea something that doesn't have sugar in it or calories and you don't eat anything. That's what a fast is. And you make sure that you eat properly before and after, so proteins and you know carbs and fats, and if you're gonna work out uh, right after it, definitely you wanna have carbohydrates, always protein, and if you are not so much going to work out, you actually wanna have good fats. You don't need as many carbs on a day of rest. So that's basically it in a nutshell without going into too much detail, and there really isn't that much detail on this. All right, so what has it done for me? What has it done for me lately? Because I told you I just came off of one, and I've only done the 24-hour fast because most of the research I've read shows the highest benefits in a full 24-hour period. In other words, the most detoxing happens in at least 24 hours, if that's also what you're looking for, and in my case, it is. Okay, so what did it do for me? This last one was amazing. As many of you know by now, I'm a recovering emotional eater. I eat out of frustration, boredom, and impatience with life. Things aren't moving fast enough, and I take a food time out and eat. And this has been an incredible tool for me because I have become so acutely aware of how often I think of food for reasons other than hunger. For instance, I might wanna stop writing this podcast Maybe I'm at a writer's impasse. Hmm, what's in the fridge? Oh, that's right, I'm fasting. Just keep working, Tina. And once I put those food thoughts out of my mind, they really didn't return much at all. And I found that I was highly focused and had much more mental clarity all day long. That is until maybe the last hour or so when I was really counting down the minutes and watching the clock. But this last one, I was not dying. I was really okay. I thought to myself, wow, I could probably go longer if I really needed to. And here's the real kicker. My appetite was really, truly suppressed after the first initial hunger pains. I'm dying if I'm lying, as my personal trainer friend Candace says, and I'm not dying. It was like total freedom all day long. No food choices, no fighting the willpower. No walking around the kitchen trying to decide what to eat, no weighing anything, no wondering how many carbs I've had. I just felt empowered, strong, motivated in several ways. And in case you're wondering, I did work out a hard one at hour 21 of the fast. And I felt really good. My best time frame, believe it or not, is a night start, say around 8.30ish, 9.00. I don't go to bed hungry and I typically don't wake up that hungry. I'll start getting a hunger pain maybe at about 11 and that will stay with me for a little bit and then it goes away comes back maybe about three or four but it's not that bad and then starting about two hours before the 24 hours is up I start to feel it again but I often plan something like my workout or something else to divert my attention and it works. I don't know why and there have been studies on this but for me, it works to wake up on an empty stomach and not have had a bunch of meals all day and then stop. When I'm in my five meal a day plan, I typically i am very consistent with that and it's harder for me to just stop. But if I fast right before bedtime and get up hungry, I'm much better off. In fact, I tried a five to five once and it was just pure torture. So, there you have it. Another simple, effective tool in the battleground of fitness and health. Oh, and speaking of which... Ah, yes. I see the confessional door is opened and calling my name. And this is related. My recent fast was a success. But my last one, the Saturday before Super Bowl, so I could come off and go right to a party, I must confess, was not good. I ate everything in sight on the buffet table at my friend's house. I ate stuff I typically don't even like just to eat it. And then some. A lot of desserts. I must have consumed 2,500 calories by the time I was done just at the party. And I still ate again later that night before bed. Live and learn, right? That's what we all have to do. All right, anyway, so who's up for some fasting? If you are, check out, just Google IF... Eat Stop Eat is another diet, the warrior diet, the ADF, which is the alternate day fast, or fast slash five, the number five, or just Google it on the internet. You will find so much stuff on it. And truly, if you battle with emotional eating, this is an amazing tool to help you get back in touch with your true stomach hunger and keep track of how many times your thoughts go to food for the wrong reasons. It's very freeing up. It really is. I know that sounds odd, but it is. All right. In two weeks, I am covering a component of our health that can prevent fat loss and make us miserable and ineffective in several ways if we don't get enough of it. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world. Find something to laugh about every day, and I'm serious about that one. And please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.